You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Now, let's switch our attention to a little take your pick when it comes to the sports world. Take your pick. Good travel spots. I've only been to Spain, so I'll have to put Paris and Greece, I guess. Spain's a good one. Yeah, Yeah, no, Spain was nice. Spain was nice. It's also better when you're not having to pay for everything. So there's there's perks. Where did you go in Spain? We went to Valencia. We went to Barcelona. We went to Madrid. And also to Toledo as well. Yeah, so. Toledo? Holy Toledo. Yeah, it's exactly it is, it, it is Toledo. It is probably the city that the Cleveland city is named after, I would imagine. So in any case, all right, ESPN Plus just recently did the 25 best players under 25 in the NFL. So I thought we would break them down maybe by positions. And you guys can take your pick of these young players. So we'll start first with wide receivers. Hard to believe that all these guys are still under 25. There's so many good receivers in the league, but you only get to take one. So Jinx, I'll start with you. Out of these four, who are you taking? Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, DK Metcalf. I can't believe he's still under 25. And CD Lamb. Which of those four do you want? I think I would go with Jamar Chase. I'm I'm leaning Justin Jefferson, but I think the reason why I'm doing that is because Jamar Chase has been injured. But at his peak when he is 100 percent i don't know if there's anyone more electric than jamar chase and if you want to go justin jefferson i get that maybe one of you guys is going to go metcalf or cd lamb but for me it's jamar chase because i don't know if there's anybody just as explosive as he is with the ball in his hands and i look forward to coming for him to come back and i think he's coming back this weekend as a matter of fact so i'm going jamar chase i'll go justin jefferson and I was trying to find like some kind of metric to justify this. I think yards after the catch is probably a good one. He's third in the NFL right now uh, with yards after the catch, which means he is uh, doing making the catches, but also uh, getting out of the hands of defenders. And he is so electric in that way. And just for me, it's the eye test. Like you watch these guys, who do you want on your team? It's Justin Jefferson for me. I know he has a pretty solid quarterback throwing to him in Kirk Cousins, but it's not CeeDee Lamb for me. I've seen him drop too many balls. Jamar Chase, I think you could probably make the argument for him as well. But bottom line, all these guys are really good receivers in which you could you know, start a great receiving core with. DK Metcalf, who has not had really the luxury of, um, I guess Geno Smith has been great this year. But uh, yeah. he's so physical and so punishing. It's kind of like a lot of it is the system that they're in because we do these lists all the time and take your pick of this quarterback and this receiver. But a lot of it depends on the system you are in. How are you going to thrive 
under the system that you have and under the quarterback that you have. So for me, it's Justin Jefferson, a perfect fit for that system, a perfect fit for Kirk Cousins, and also a perfect fit for just about anybody. Justin Jefferson for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you on that one, Chelsea, though it's pretty close between Chase and Jefferson. But I'll go Jefferson. I mean, look, he told us he's going to be the next best mm-hmm. wide receiver in the NFL. Who am I to doubt him with the numbers that he's been putting up? It would be amazing to see any of these guys, by the way, playing with like a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen or guys like that. It would They would put up some eye-popping numbers at that point. All right, speaking of quarterbacks, take your pick number two. Along with those impressive wide receivers, there's a tremendous amount of quarterbacks under the age of 25 that are playing some really good football. Again, you only get one. So Chelsea, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Tua, or Justin Fields? I'm going to go Justin Herbert here. And I know people will probably push back and say, oh, Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts is also playing on an incredible team with a ton of weapons and also just the better overall team. And it's taken him a while. Didn't take a while for Justin Herbert. He came out of the gates firing for the Chargers, came out, was rookie of the year, I believe, on the offensive end. It was head-to-head between him and Joe Burrow. I remember that because I took Joe Burrow and then he got hurt. But Justin Justin Herbert is quietly uh, putting up some incredible numbers through the air. He just doesn't have the luxury of playing on uh, the best team because the Chargers have been just so heavily injured. And he's been injured too. So I think if I was a starting a team from scratch, it would still be Justin Herbert for me. Scouts have called him a bigger Aaron Rodgers. And I know that's before Aaron Rodgers was terrible this year. So I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. I think the tools are there. I think... The ability is there and the passing prowess that is Justin Herbert. Let's go him. I totally agree. I think it's Justin Herbert as well. And I understand the argument for Jalen or Tua because those are the hot names right now. But context matters and team matters. And if you look at what Justin Herbert has had to deal with this season, I mean, Keenan Allen has been out. Mike Williams has been out. Justin Herbert is playing with what broken cartilage in his ribs, which I didn't know you could break. And he's still having a very productive season. So, He's a guy that's playing from behind this year in terms of the fact that his number one and number two receivers have been out for the majority of the year. You take him and you put him on an Eagles roster or a Dolphins roster and he's healthy. He is absolutely exploding. And also, he set record after record after record in season two. And were it not for those injuries this season to his team all the way around, I think he would continue to pile up the numbers. So I think it's Justin Herbert, too. Yeah, I, I don't have an argument against him, but I will go with Jalen Hurts in this. I mean, look, the guy ran for over 150 yards the other day, threw for over 150 yards, had a couple of touchdown passes in that game. First guy to ever do that, as far as we know, since 1950. And yes, I understand he's got a good team, but we've seen other places where the team's good and the quarterback isn't providing what they need, and that team falls by the wayside. He's got his team at 10 and 1 right now. It's a pretty good argument that he's probably one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And when you boil it down to being under 25, again, I think you can make an argument for almost any of those guys other than maybe Justin Fields, who's only done it for four or five, six games this year. But I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts on this one. All right, take your pick number three. On the other side of the spectrum, we've got the old quarterbacks, those veteran players, maybe a little bit too long in the tooth, guys that we've talked about here all morning. We mentioned Russell Wilson. We've talked about Aaron Rodgers. If you had to take one, and all of these guys are under contract for next year, so it's not like they're going to be off in retirement necessarily. You could only take one. Who are you using as your quarterback next year? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, or Russell Wilson? Jinx, your pick. 
I would go with Tom Brady, who has actually had a pretty good season. The problem is the Bucs just haven't put their talent together. But Tom has 14 touchdown passes, only two picks. He's taking care of the football. And that Bucks line is in absolute shambles. So I feel like if Tom had the protection around him that he had in previous years, he'd be even better this season. But the Bucs are kind of banged up, and they've underperformed. But looking at the other guys on this list, definitely not Matt Ryan. Russell Wilson, get out of town. He's been absolutely awful. He doesn't deserve to be a starter any longer. And Aaron Rodgers maybe is the guy that I would choose instead, but he's starting to really get banged up. The older he has gotten, Tom has aged, I guess, a little bit better in terms of keeping his health intact. So I'd go Tommy. This isn't a level playing field because all these guys are not the same age. And for that reason, I'm out on Tom Brady because he's 45 and he's not getting younger. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers here, even though he's had a terrible season, just because he's 38, which sounds old, but I still think he has some good years left in him. And he also doesn't have the personal drama that's surrounding Tom Brady. We don't even know if Tom Brady's really going to play next year. Like, I know he has said that, but do you really want to take a risk on a guy where you have questions on if he may retire on you and you'll be left without a starting quarterback? I don't think I would. Matt Ryan is completely out. It's not Matt Ryan. Uh, it's not Russell Wilson, who at least is the youngest of the bunch at 34. So I think you could still argue that he's in his prime, but it's just something's off. Nobody wants to believe in him. Uh, guys clearly don't really like him, too, because that's the thing. You have to lead a locker room as well. It's not just what you do on the field. It helps if you're winning, but still, guys don't like Russell Wilson. So I'll go Aaron Rodgers, who I know people don't really like him that much, but at least he's had two MVPs in the last three years. So Aaron Rodgers for me. Yeah, I'll go Aaron Rodgers as well, mainly because I'm with you, Chelsea. He just doesn't have the weapons there. I think if he had the weapons that Tom Brady had, and, and Brady's weapons aren't great, but they're better than what he has in, in Green Bay, I think Aaron Rodgers' numbers would be pretty good as well. All right, let's get this last one in real quick. College football championship weekend. While we would love to all sit around and watch every single minute of every single game, that's just not feasible for a lot of people. We all have lives and can't watch everything. So for the average fan out there Chelsea I'll start with you take your pick you only get to watch one of the college football power five championship games which one are you making sure guaranteed you're watching USC Utah oh, Friday easy. night is that the one that's it I don't mean, have to give you the other ones yeah sorry to cut you off but it's definitely okay. USC Utah you look at this game, last time it was a shootout. It was a very close game. USC is playing for something. They have the Heisman favorite in Caleb Williams. I'm interested to see if he can put a bow on an incredible season, which I know he still has the postseason left. But still, it's got to be Utah, USC for me. I really like watching that offense play. There's some other good ones, but I think that's the top of the list for me. Oh, I totally agree. I want to see what Caleb Williams does, and I think Utah is criminally underrated Whenever we talk about Utah, we act like they're just some rando team. This is the number 12 team in the nation that beat USC. And, yeah, I understand it's going to be in Vegas this time around. But it's the only game on Friday night. The point spread is, what, USC minus three. It's going to be a close game throughout. So, yeah, I cannot wait to watch the Pac-12 championship game, which I can't believe I'm saying, but that's the one. Yeah, it is pretty amazing considering we've been dishing on the Pac-12 all season long, saying how yeah, they really – and they actually end up being a pretty good conference by the end of the yeah. year. So, yeah, you've got USC-Utah. I'm going to go with that one as well. Your other options would have been LSU-Georgia, of course, in the uh, SEC. You've got TCU-Kansas State. That's probably number two for me because, again, if 
you're rooting for upset and chaos, you want to watch that one. Michigan, Purdue, and Clemson, North Carolina will probably be at the bottom of the list because it doesn't mean anything other than to those two teams. Uh, even though I will be watching UNC Clemson because I'm definitely all over UNC plus seven and a half. I do think the TCU one is interesting. Can TCU continue to win all these close games or will it be a dominating win from a TCU team that continues to be undervalued in the market as they went nine, two and one against the spread this year? Jenks, what do you think? You think TCU wins that one pretty easy? No, I don't. I think it's going to be really close and I kind of like Kansas State. Also, I'm biased, but I think K-State might be the play. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.